Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I'm the LA Nerd Joel Reeves, and I don't have COVID. Yay. Uh, with with me, as always, is Taylor Salem. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Lawrence Sperling. Hi, friends. Uh, my roommate has COVID. Uh, so I was like, oh, shit, I probably have it, too. And then I just had a flashback of, like, all the crazy traveling I've done, and I didn't catch it. So I was like, nah, I'm probably okay. One-hour PCR test on Disney's dime. Says that I'm uh, that I'm okay actually. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was great timing to be like, hey, you're gonna go shoot promos for not Moon Knight, and uh, y- you have to test today. And I was like, okay, this is really good timing actually because I think I have COVID and I don't. So you're fine. so good yeah. at NDAs, Joel. You must Dude. mean Schmoon Schneid. In my defense, I haven't signed anything yet. So all right, theoretically, they can't do shit. So. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, they didn't send me any kind of start paperwork. They were just like, show up to MBS. We're shooting these fucking promos. And I was like, dope. Let's do it. Uh, speaking of let's do it, Taylor, roll me those sweet, smooth jams. Waka waka. In my defense, I, I I think an NDA would be something like, oh, don't tell everybody that Ethan Hawke is playing. Ooh, I almost, I almost, I almost went there. Um, you, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the NDAs are for like secrets, right? Not that I'm like on the project. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, I'm, depends. Everybody knows Moon Knight's happening. It's not like, oh, Joel, you told everybody Moon Knight was happening. Oh, yeah. how, you're, sure. you're fired. Yeah, sure. totally. Um, I think that's the next thing you need to clip out, Taylor. That was Joel. In my defense, <laughs> <laughs> I do say that a lot. Oh <laughs> man, make a note of that uh, time code there. And in my defense, Ethan Hawke is playing. Just kidding. I almost did it again. Oh my uh, gosh. I will say. Sneaky. I will say, and I'm not actually going to say it, but who I thought he was going to play. May or may not be who's who he's who he's playing. So you so you we don't even know if I'm spoiling so it. So Ethan Hawk is Mephisto, is what you're saying. Yes, Ethan Hawk is Mephisto, yes, exactly. I knew yep. it. Uh imagine if they lied to us who he was playing, and that is actually who he's playing, and now we're all in trouble. <laughs> be funny. Oh my uh, gosh. But also Just not kidding. our fault for speculating. No, no, it is not. Uh, it is my fault for almost spoiling it, but I'm proud of myself for not doing so. Yeah. Good job. Uh, okay. Um, what, what, yeah, that's that's like my big news. Uh, I went to the UK <laughs> working on some stuff that I did definitely didn't spoil. Yeah. Uh, that's – don't have COVID. It's about yeah. it, really. There you go. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I've been up to some stuff as well. I, uh, I recently actually started working, not working, freelancing, writing for uh, for Mandatory again. So again, yeah, return of the tailor. Exactly. It's been <laughs> you know, it's been a little bit of a homecoming. It's it's been pretty fun so far. I've been enjoying it. So uh, nice. yeah, that's been fun. You know, it's been getting back into the world of like funny news and um, like trending, you know, pop culture kind of stuff. So 
That's pretty fun. Pretty on brand. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're going to be talking about some of that news today, I think, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. We'll be touching yeah. on some stuff. Uh, a couple things in particular um, that I've written about for the site in the last week, or I'm going to write about that's, you know, that's not published yet. Um, but yeah, it's we can make you guys laugh so hard. You might fart. Oh God. Hint, hint. Yeah. That is a plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just waiting for that one to pop up there. It's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting segment. Butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Oh Thanks. God. That's terrible. Um, uh. Also, uh, we just wanted to make sure to shout out uh, our social media pages. Lauren. Yeah. Um, so just a reminder, if you haven't started following us yet, we are at the Pop Pop Podcast on Instagram. Indeed. So, you know, I know. Well, maybe we can get enough followers on it that we can then go to Instagram and be like, hey, we want our proper name back, please. We're cooler than um, that. Yeah. Yeah, because we actually post sometimes. But always right. respond to messages. So Definitely. um feel free to reach out and message us on there if you have any, you know, suggestions, comments, concerns. Um, unless it's Prozac Snyder, then you know, that <sighs> might go in the, the blocked section. But and you can fucking um, message me personally we'll and we'll have it out. Snyderverse, <laughs> I mean, I should specify. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, other than working on that social media stuff and some other gigs, I was at ALA briefly nice. last weekend. Anime um, Los Angeles. Anime for those Los Angeles. Not in for the those know. Who don't know. Yes. Um, shout out to our friend Dom who was also there, and I got to see you for five seconds for the first time in a long time. He's been on the podcast. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, that was fun. Got to see some cool voiceover people there and catch up with some friends doing cool stuff what, was it nice. pretty was it pretty packed or was like the show floor was, like no it was it wasn't uh like overly crowded like it wasn't like comic-con status but it was definitely like i was very surprised at the attendance it was it was pretty high and my understanding is uh you know it's even grown from the last ala at the start of 2020 um and that's even still with a bunch of people pulling out last minute because of omicron yeah um it still was more successful than than in previous years uh and at a new venue at that so i don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon which is good news mind you this convention started at like a hotel you know yeah. what I mean? like it used to be at the lax marriott and it would have like a couple of the like meeting rooms you know like you know just like a regular like meeting room yeah. sized fucking like hotel thing. Con. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh God, weed and cunt. Uh, <laughs> that 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 was an experience. Um, yeah, I j that used to be a con I would go to when I was like, uh, and this is uh, not weed and con. This is ALA. Um, yeah. Used to go when I was like twenty one or twenty two. Used to buy a jug of orange juice, pour out half of it, take a whole bottle of Jaeger. Ew. Oh, put it in the OJ bottle and then just like party for a weekend. Gross. And it was like young and dumb and like weebs, weebs know how to fucking party, dude. Uh, yeah. So it, 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 that, that was a specific time in my life. And uh, <laughs> I didn't and go this year because I didn't think my frail old body would be able to handle that. <laughs> yes. Cause it is a much bigger, probably much better convention in a lot of ways so 
Yeah, being yeah. at a convention center makes it a real thing, not just like a giant hotel party. Yeah, and a, you know, a bigger convention center than it even used to be at. So right, the Ontario Convention Center. Yeah, mm. I'm glad it's not as fucking far away anymore as well. Yeah, yeah. If I do ever true. decide to go again, and Long Beach is not the closest to us, but it's better than Ontario for sure. Fucking yeah. way better. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, should we get into some news that isn't about our lives? Yeah, definitely. Let's <laughs> I mean, do it. Let me. Uh... I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, hold on. Well, let me let me roll the jingle real quick, Lauren. Oh right. We're so fancy. I know. I gotta use it, man. We we've got it. We we gotta take advantage of it. Wait, wait. Got. Play my favorite one. Go. I'm not used to it yet. Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> the best. I can always hear that one loud and clear. Yeah. The Good. It's so weird. Good. Miss, but that yeah. one I can hear. That's the one that matters. The one that matters. <laughs> yeah. Um. So speaking of Godspeed, um, we'd be a little bit remiss to not kind of start off mentioning some people who unfortunately uh, we lost in the Maybe last the best segue of weeks. we've ever done. That was really, You're really welcome. good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. I'm getting pretty good at them. Godspeed. Go. Anyway, these fuckers are dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like a heartfelt Godspeed. No, I yeah. know. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, we lost the wonderful Miss Betty White a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, just two weeks before her hundredth birthday, too. I know, it's so can, crazy. Can we just pretend that she made it to a hundred and like, you know, well, celebrate that? The they Time Magazine said she did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because she's lived through leap years and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did record a celebration. Uh, film situation whatever that is still going to be released yeah um, it's her first ever sex tape yeah (sighs) perfect um but speaking of on her birthday on january 17th a lot of people have called for um everyone to donate to animal charities in betty's honor for for her birthday since that was something she was super passionate about so if you feel so compelled um definitely do that you can look up the ones that she was involved in or if you have a local one like or a local shelter, volunteer, something be cool, give back to someone who is so um, iconic and like yeah. groundbreaking in so many ways. Like yeah. she, she was around for the entire like history of film. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, and, like, I mean, and like at star status through it all. Definitely. I mean, yeah, it's I think nuts. I think we definitely should take a moment of appreciation for that because she was really a trailblazer in a lot of ways. I mean. Even before she got into film and TV, she was, uh, you know, women in the military were really a non-existent thing. And, you know, she served in the military. She lived a, yeah. a full life even before she became the Betty White that we know her yeah. and then trailblazed even further. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think there's what something. What's that? Mm-hmm. I said, what a G. dude! Uh, seriously, dude, straight up. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys probably agree. But as far as I'm concerned, she was basically like you know, the first lady of America or like the queen of America in a lot of yeah. ways in terms of like, I mean, you know, she look this, like the queen. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, True. Um, but nevertheless, this, this, uh, this person who's been, you know, a, a mainstay in this country for, you know, 80 plus years in terms of public perception or, and whatnot. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, she will be missed. Yeah, yeah. I was telling Lauren earlier that like, you know, every single year since she's been like super old, there's always the like, Betty White found 
still yeah. alive and you're yeah. like oh thank yeah. you bastards uh, but so this time on new year's eve right i'm fucking sitting at a bar i'm like probably pretty drunk at this point and i was like betty white uh it's one of these again and then i was like oh shit she's actually dead yeah <laughs> yeah i was in the yeah. uk right so like we basically toasted to her at midnight when you guys were probably like just finding out about it yeah um sad That's shit crazy. yeah yeah um, and speaking of trailblazers, we also lost Mr. Sidney Poitier. Uh, uh, yep. Um, if you've ever another, been to film school, you know who this guy is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Straight another up. trailblazer as far as, um, like black movie stars go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, he was the first. Yeah. You know? He was the first black man to win an Oscar, if I'm not mistaken yeah. as well. Was so really yeah, well? yeah, I believe, I believe so, so. That was a pretty big, uh, barrier that he broke open, you know, for mm-hmm. later you know, black Oscar winners like Denzel and uh, Jamie yeah. Foxx, you know, like yeah. he, without him, they wouldn't have been able to achieve what they achieved in terms of the recognition of their performance. Yeah. And honestly, probably even the the level of their careers, yeah. like Oscars yeah. aside, just the, mm-hmm. the fame and the leading yep. roles and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously there are way many more names than that, but totally like he sure, opened the sure. door for, for pretty much every black yeah actor you know up to that point so yeah exactly black male actor i should say yeah Yeah. i'll have you know in uh in 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 82 he directed a movie called hanky panky (laughs) indeed just like that idea yeah you know yeah yeah, i think the first thing i ever saw him in was probably guess who's coming to dinner probably or i don't know what would they show us the monkey bird oh yeah probably that yeah yeah probably that those are the two that i like super remember yeah. Um, and then we also lost a huge another huge comedic icon, shockingly, yeah. at the age of sixty five, Bob Saget. Yeah, that Just one a was a, that one was a like you said, a real shocker. And yeah. I think it hit home for a lot of people, um not necessarily that are like our generation, but people that are younger that sort of like uh-huh. grew up with him on Full House and like America's funniest home videos, you know. And yeah. it's in a lot of way, he was America's dad, you know, much like Betty White, you know, was this icon. He was very much yeah. an icon in that same uh, respect. So, yeah. When he first I, died, I had this thought of like not caring because for some reason I thought I remembered him being problematic. No. And then, no. and then, and then I just remembered that I was actually just remembering his role on Entourage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, no, yeah. No, 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 he just played that guy. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah, no, I mean. It's one of those things where, like, that line got blurred a little bit because yeah, he was outside playing of Full House, he's very raunchy. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, so he, that was kind of a surprise for people, I think, who didn't know his comedy outside of that show. Totally, um, totally. Speak, speaking of which, I actually wanted to play a clip from, which oh, okay. is basically my favorite Bob Saget cameo of all time. Oh, oh, um, okay. So, Half-baked? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just going to play this for everybody just as a tribute because it's an amazing clip. Hi. I'm here today because I'm addicted to marijuana. Oh, you in here for some marijuana? Marijuana? Man, this is some bullshit. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them. Now that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? <laughs> no. No, I can't say I have. I didn't think so. Fool this man. Uh, I love 
love it. It's so good. It's it's I, classic. I love his line in that, but one of my favorite ones is, I seen him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's like Dick for Coke. It's funny him. though. The, the reason why I bring this up, and this is actually a little piece that I wrote on uh, on mandatory this weekend, but basically uh, you know, he's really well known. Like this is clearly one of his most famous film moments, even above the full house and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and yeah. he talked about it. But the funny part is that he actually shot this cameo during what I consider to be his like direct, uh, like comedy directing masterpiece, which is, uh, the 1998 film dirty work with Norman McDonald. Uh, Have you yeah, guys yeah, seen yeah, this yeah, film? Yeah, yeah. No, it's very funny. It, Lauren, you, it's a little dated. I think you would, you might have some issues with it, but <laughs> nevertheless, sure. I still think that the comedy is like timeless in a lot of ways. And yeah, okay. it's one of those movies that was like a cult movie and it was panned critically and commercially. And in the last few years, people have really started to come around on it. Mm. Um, There's some amazing cameos in the movie, but I just wanted to shout that out because I've been one of those people that has been championing this movie for like two decades now. Uh, and I saw it when it originally came out, not in theaters, but on home video. And uh, it's, it's a total uh, banger in terms of uh, straight comedy um, perfection nice. as far as I'm concerned. So I just wanted to shout that out. Yeah. When I, when I was in middle school, this is a tangent. We don't do those on this podcast. Yeah, why would we do that? When I was in middle school, we had a science teacher named Mr. Brossomer, and he was a real fucking proper creeper. Just like creeping <laughs> on all the like girls who developed boobs early, you know, like, you know. Yeah. We had one of really, those at my school. Yeah, really so did we. Weird. So did we. And then we went to high school and we're like, oh, thank God Mr. Brossomer is no longer around. Mr. Brosmer became our vice principal at the oh. And then got even creepier because high school girls are more developed than middle school girls. And we started playing this game. We had just seen Half-Baked for the first time. And uh, we started playing this game where uh, if Mr. Brosmer was around but his back was turned to us, we'd scream, Mr. Brosmer sucks dick for Coke. And <laughs> someone else on the opposite side of the room would go, I seen him. I've seen him. Uh, <laughs> That's really and funny. He, and he, we, we did this for four years. Oh, God. And he never Jeez. figured out who it was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he would get so livid. And he never found out that it was us. But That's I will hilarious. always remember Bob Saget through yeah. Mr. Brosmer sucks dick for Coke. And there I want everybody go. to know Mr. Brosmer probably does suck dick for Coke. Because he's fucking <laughs> maybe, weird. Maybe. Uh, now that's an addiction man like i feel like i should maybe clip that one out too that, that'd be a good yeah. one um, um i also think we need a tangent sound oh yeah you're right like signifying you're right all the yeah hey if, so, our, um, if our listeners have any ideas <laughs> let me know uh but yeah so uh, we still i don't think really have a cause of death on Bob, unfortunately, um, yeah. no, he's he just seems, found in know, his hotel room, right? Yeah, yeah, and he tweeted the night before. So he had like, just done a comedy like set. Any, that yeah, same night. any distress or anything, you know, drug free and everything. So yeah, um, so you know, hopefully everything was okay in the end. Um, you said he was drug free. Oh yeah. Well, uh, drugs at least weren't cause of death. Yeah, oh, like there's okay. no that, no foul play or no, it wasn't an overdose or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but. Speaking of funny things, uh, Wait, hang our on. favorite for the for uh, the three we lost. Have one. Have a have a sip for the homies. Yeah, there you go. I'm not gonna pour it out because there's a rug underneath me. It, it probably smart. <laughs> That'd be dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mess up my segue, Joel. It was pretty good. Back to the segue. Speaking of funny people and funny things, 
we found out this week that our super uh, favorite upcoming film, Morbius. Oh, yeah. Has been pushed back. The release date is now April 1st. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. So... Do you think that was? Do you guys think that was on purpose? Like literally putting this movie on April Fool's Day? No, no. I think it's probably I think just, it's just a, a strange coincidence. Yeah, the timing yeah. of like a weekend or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I like uh, well, uh, all I have to say is this begs the question for me of like, is this movie even real? Right? Like, is this just some <laughs> elaborate joke that like Sony is pulling on us? You know? I mean, um, supposedly it was pushed back because of Romocron. Yeah. I, yeah. But... They, the, the, Do you guys not think it was pushed back because they're adding Andrew Garfield? I don't no, know. The 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 basically the argument is that the studio wanted to give uh uh No Way Home more legs at the box office and it sort of didn't want to impede on that. Um Oh, I thought it was also because of the ri- like the well, rise in numbers of Omicron. It's probably a factor. The release yeah. numbers of Yeah. It's it's probably a, a, a you know, those things plus other, you know, uh, variables, if you will, but um, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that the pretty much everybody uh, re- is reactions that I saw to this news was like, well, shit, now we have to sit through the Morbius trailer for another three months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really the we're never uh, gonna see this fucking movie. No, it's no. dude, it's it's the new New Mutants. Yeah, yep. exactly. No. <laughs> new New Mutants. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did, I did hear, and I've. I have a little list of these, like, uh, apparently insider notes. They haven't been confirmed nor denied, hmm. but apparently um, partially why they've been pushed back is they want a uh, Blade and Morbius crossover. I've hmm. I've heard that. Um, yeah. I think that's more likely than yeah. Garfield. Yeah, totally. I could see that. Also a Morbius and Craven the Hunter. I just uh, see. Here's the thing: the the reason why I don't buy that first one with Blade is like, why would you use Morbius of all the fucking movies that they have that you know in the MCU at least? We know you know Marvel's like or uh, Morbius is like separate from the MCU essentially. But why would you put a that character's introduction in a movie as low stakes as Morbius? Like, I don't know. It just that logic doesn't people to see Morbius. I don't think Blade's yeah, going to be... I but Marvel owns Blade. Sony doesn't own Blade. Yeah, I know. I, so, I don't think Blade's going to be in Morbius. I think Morbius is going to be in Blade. Oh, uh, uh, I think it's I think it's the other way around. That could make yeah. that that makes a little bit more sense because it's just like I don't see it's like New Mutants like using New Mutants as a, ve- a vehicle for like Wolverine like that makes no fucking sense. You know what I mean? Like, but totally, if it's the other way, then I could see that. I mean, yeah. Blade is about vampires. Morbius is a vampire. Ethan Hawke's definitely not playing. Um, almost did it again. Uh, uh, look, I think it's going to be, I think we may have to see Jared Leto in Blade, unfortunately. <laughs> because the rest of these quote-unquote leaks do say that uh, Morbius is going to join the Midnight Suns. Um, so we're going to have to see Jared Leto in the MCU, I think, if they do go the, the, the whole route of Blade, Moon Knight, Morbius, Ghost Rider, in the Midnight Suns. We might have to be stuck with Jared Leto for a little bit longer than we all wanted to. And the movie Did hasn't even fucking come out yet. you hear my angry breath in that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, Frustrated listen, I'm going to rant about Jared Leto later. <laughs> so I'll save you from having two in one episode. Oh, jeez. I'm uh, not happy about that. I all do, right. now that I have this up, I do kind of want to talk about a few other things on this list. Sure. Um, 
Guardians 3 is apparently going to have the um, entryway of the high evolutionary, um, which is cool. We saw a little bit of that in uh, the Loki show. There's like the head of the high evolutionary mm. in the um, whatever that world was where everything Exploded. went to. Yeah, that one. Uh, Team Star Jammers is going to be in the, the movie, apparently. Not a huge thing except for uh, the leader of the Star Jammers is Cyclops' dad. Probably yeah. may or may not tie in because they don't really talk much. They are estranged. But yeah. fun fact. Are they Dr. Estranged? They Ooh. got him. Uh, Kate Bishop is supposed to be in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, to set up uh, Young Avengers. Makes sense. We'll see if that happens. Also, Iron Quantumania? What did I say? Oh, well, yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Well, it's called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So. We already had Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought it was just called Ant-Man Quantumania, but I can't remember now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which makes sense, though, because like you had the Pym Arrows in that show, so like there's the yeah, yeah, obvious yeah. connection yeah. right there already. So Yeah. yeah. Uh, the big one is Fantastic Four is going to have two well-known actors, and the rest are newcomers. I'm supposedly. okay with that. I'd be okay with their, if, if they're all newcomers, like... Who do I have to send my resume to? Yeah. Uh, the development of the Fantastic Four, and I found this one to be huge. The development of the Fantastic Four is apparently within Marvel being called the Holy Trilogy hmm. because it builds the story of Galactus as the main enemy in the MCU after Thanos as a cosmic threat. Yeah. Uh, who's going to be a bad guy for at least 10 films or more. Wow. Um, wow. Doctor yeah. Doom will be in the sequel and Galactus will be in the third. Um, and the Silver Surfer will also be in the movie. Yeah. I, I mean, if you have that would be cool. That makes again. sense. Like Doctor Doom is like the post credit scene on the first one. Silver Surfer post credit yeah. scene on the second. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. if you have the Herald of Galactus, you know, coming to warn you. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you got Galactus, you got to have the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's pretty much all of it. it just again, like the Blade shit. Um, Dracula will be the main enemy in the Blade movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, definitely not played by Ethan Hawke. Um, I want to know who is going to play Dr. Doom. That's why, you know, are they going to have the two famous people be Sue and Reed? Or are they going to have, you know, like, mm-hmm. are the main family members going to be the famous people? Or is it going to be like Reed and Doom? I think that's, yeah, for me, the more likely. That. It, yeah. that, that makes more Going sense. Head to head. Yeah, makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I could buy it. I still want John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. But, yeah. you know. I don't know if Emily Blunt's right for that role. Like, And plus, she you said she doesn't want to do it. So, Krasinski's yeah, perfect, Andrew though. Andrew Garfield also said he wasn't in fucking No Way Home. So. Well, no. She's, she literally said, like, I'm, I, don't, I don't do superhero movies anymore. Like, yeah, But Andrew Krasinski would be no great. Um, nevertheless, so. Yeah. Uh, what was uh, I think that's, oh, John Watts. Who's directing that movie? I'm just going on a news tangent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Joel hijacked the news segment. Hijacked it. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm on a fucking <laughs> roll. Uh, John Watts is apparently uh, producing a, a, a Final Destination show for HBO Oh, Max. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, although I do think Final Destination 5 is like a perfect uh, capper to, to that franchise. So it'll be interesting to see how what they do with that. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't go the way of the Scream show and the I Know What You Did Last Summer show and the... (laughs) Yeah, well, I Know What You Did Last Summer already got canceled, so... I know. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Back to you for the news. (laughs) Um, So, by the way, I looked it up, and it is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Okay, good. Ah. Good. Um, And speaking of, 
Bill Murray is apparently playing a villain in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we knew he was in it, but he, at least according to him, is playing a villain. Yeah. It's a superpower it quote can... from a appearance he made. Yeah. So uh, any guesses on who he might be playing? I, not even. I not mean, it's hard to say. I, uh, my question for you guys is like, how big of a role do you think this actually is? Is this like a glorified cameo or is it an actual yeah. like supporting character role with a little meat to it? A la like uh, Jeff Goldblum in Ragnarok. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I could buy that. I could buy that. He's there, but he's not. Like in in an ideal world, like it would be great if Bill Murray just like shows up in the quantum realm as like a tavern owner or something like that. Like he has his own (laughs) cantina or something like that would be like the perfect kind of guest spot for for his sensibilities. Dude. Or what if he's just like a Kang variant? Oh, Kang variant. That'd be funny. That'd be really funny. You know, an oversized anteater or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then the other question is Bill Murray playing himself because he's been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. He's been doing that a lot. I don't think so. I don't think Marvel would do that. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Like I think Bill Murray might do something like that, but I think you're right. I don't think Marvel would do something like that. Yeah. By the, by the way, uh, this is for sure going to be a one-off appearance because he basically the quote from it was, uh, it was from the Eli Manning show where he's kind of said, you know, he's the villain and all that stuff. And the quote uh, from that, I believe was like, uh, yeah, I did it because I wanted to try it and everybody's doing it. And he was basically like, but I won't be doing it again. Like, so I don't know if Burma, Bill Murray had a FOMO, not a yeah. good time on the project or it's just not his cup of tea in terms of like, you know, what he likes to do. But I just yeah. find that really interesting. I feel like so he's just like, oh, like not a blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. Type guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah With the yeah. exception it's- of Ghostbusters. <laughs> Look, yeah, when Wes Anderson a directs a Marvel movie. You know? <laughs> no, okay, so funny enough, I did write an article for this, and, and the joke was like, oh, Bill Murray's playing a bad guy in Ant-Man. We weren't aware Wes Anderson was directing this one. <laughs> uh, so That's funny. Yeah. When Wes Anderson directs a Marvel movie, fucking Bill Murray will be all up in it. <sighs> what could you see him directing, just out of curiosity? Like, Ooh. what? which Marvel property? I mean, only because there's that YouTube sketch where it's like Wes Anderson directs the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen that sketch? It's yeah. pretty funny. It's Patrick no. H. Wilms. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Probably not the X-Men, though. Um, I could see Wes Anderson directing like Squirrel Girl. Oh, yeah. that's a great idea. I, 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 I second that. I second that yeah. one. Cool. I'll play Squirrel Girl in that. That's fine. I think Melina okay. Vantrop already has that role, right? I think so. It's fine. Whatever happened it's to that project? <laughs> Who knows? I can Maybe. see Wes Anderson even doing like a like a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, mm. that's like a James Maybe. Cameron Spider-Man movie. I just don't see that. No, yeah. but it's a, but but it's more like a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man than it is like world-ending Spider-Man. It's per, it's proscenium you know I mean? Spider-Man, where just every shot is proscenium, <laughs> like he likes to do. Well, you know, it's him having relationship troubles with Mary Jane. He fights yeah. one bad guy the whole movie. The yeah. rest of the time, it's just relationship problems yeah. in high school in college. Oh man. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be silly. Well, I don't know. Either way, I'm uh, intrigued to see Bill Murray as yeah. a villain. And we may not know who he's playing, but we do have some little sneak peeks at some other villains that are coming soon. We Man, do. you're just on point today, Lauren. <laughs> Indeed we do. Um, <laughs> yeah, they released some Batman images. Like, really the first, like, I think 
real look that we've gotten at the villains in the movie besides the glimpse, small glimpses in the trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the lighting was a uh, a choice. Yeah. For these for these images. Um, yeah, but we got images of Penguin and Riddler from the Batman. Indeed, indeed. Um, um, I also wrote also, a... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I also wrote a little, like, thing for this on the side as well. And, like, um, I, I I think the, the images are awesome, but there were basically people online that were like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like, they... Uh, I mean, it's pretty clear that Matt Reeves, like, based... Um, the look of the Riddler on, on Zodiac. Oh, yeah. uh, but, mm-hmm. but, but essentially like uh, the joke that we made in the article um, was like, Oh, you know, new costumes revealed, like proving that uh, money is tight for everyone right now, just because <laughs> the whole like aesthetic of this, it's very back to basics, right? Like the Batman movies are known for like having these elaborate costumes and like all this other stuff. And it's kind of interesting to see them like, pull that back a little bit, which is really the Batman in a nutshell in a lot of ways. But um, I have no problem with the costume itself because I know in the movie, it's going to be in the dark. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, in like nighttime scenes in Mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah. But just like, like I said, the lighting was, was, was a choice for these because it's on like, it's clearly like on a backdrop fully lit by like studio light. No, this is clearly the promo images that they probably shot before production. Like they always do that. And it's the shit that they use in all the promo material. (laughs) Well, that's true. Um, I will say that, uh, the one joke that, that I was really proud of, um, about this is, it's like, Oh, uh, like, you know, it's essentially as if Zodiac tried to um, audition for Slipknot, but then failed <laughs> and just decided to become a serial killer. Um, yeah, it is, which gives me leeway to say it in a non-ironic <laughs> yeah. way. But uh, but yeah, no, I think they, they, these um, I think these costumes are pretty cool. And I mean, yeah. if anything, it's just like further solidifies how excited I am for this movie. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same. I do think they look better. Uh, I don't. I don't know where you guys saw the images in particular, but yeah. um, on Nerdist, they had also some screen grabs okay. um, of Penguin and Riddler. Um, and they, they do way, look way better in like the proper yeah, set light. Yeah, it's going to look way cooler. Totally, um, totally. I mean, 100%. But, just, uh, yeah, it looks it looks really cool. I, I agree with you, Taylor, that it just like, it makes me more excited for a film I was already going to see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the other big news... I don't news, know if I could get any more excited about this movie. If you want to call it news, <laughs> is that, uh, yeah. the, you know, basically the movie was, the rating came out as rated PG-13. Wow. Yeah. And of course, uh, the Snyder Bros came out in full force and basically were like, why is this movie PG-13? Batman needs to be our blah, 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 blah. Oh, As if yeah. every single bro. fucking Batman movie wasn't PG-13 before this one. Yeah. Bro, I well, need a rated R, bro. They have apparently have been on a on a rampage, too, because oh, yeah. they also started the, the hashtag boycott WB. <sighs> yeah, uh, that was its own. Grace Randolph said some stuff yeah well we all anyone who knows anything about film reporting knows that great grace randolph is like basically full of shit most of the time she has been right on a few things but at the same time like film she's said like oh this is a rumor and filmmakers have like kathy ann was one of them that came out and called her out on twitter and said yeah that's total bullshit there's not an ounce of truth to this you know (laughs) so i think randolph's biggest claim to fame is that she very much from the beginning 
pandered to the Snyder bros. Yep. Yep. So hard yeah. that she got a personal interview relationship with Zack Snyder. Yeah. So she's interviewed Zack Snyder multiple times, like personally on her channel. Mm-hmm. And she is 100% just a Snyder bro, like liaison mm-hmm. to, to this, to the Snyder verse. She's like a campaign manager for the Snyder bros. You I was going to say, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. She is the Jack that they plug into the back of your head in the matrix <laughs> for the, Snyder the, the bros. conduit of the Snyder bros. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. Everyone complaining about this fucking PG 13 bullshit. Like, at fucking all of all of the Christopher Nolan movies were PG thirteen. Yeah. We we yeah. like those. Well, and, the last and one. this goes to that larger yeah. point of like this is how the Snyderverse fandom has affected things and changed things in terms of the fandom itself. Is Batman versus Superman the director's cut is the only R rated version of Batman that we've ever seen, and like people mm-hmm. think that's god tier level masterpiece, and it's definitely better than the theatrical cut. But the movie still has like deep deep rooted issues you know um but the thing i think is funny is that all these people are complaining about this if you look at something like batman the animated series which is dark and brooding and serious and also like it's a kid's show like you can pg you can have both of those things and that's a perfect example of why those people that are saying that are wrong so well i think what it is is they're like well we got the joker rated r so Duh, yeah, or wait, like even even now. like Suicide Bro. Squad and like Peacemaker Bro. to yeah. a certain respect, like that yeah, same, you know, that's, that's even though those true. are actually like good shows and movies. So, yeah, but I also think that they are just the subject material in general skews more R yeah. than Batman. Like you were saying, like Batman is a yeah. wider appeal. Like it has to be, uh, you know, at this point. Uh, kids still to a certain degree have to be able to go see it because yeah. it's Batman. Yeah. Yep, Whereas, exactly. you know, these other DC projects, Suicide Squad, yeah. you know, they, they changed the name of the Suicide Squad in certain things yeah. to be more kid friendly. So if yeah. you know Suicide Squad, you know, it's not kid friendly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, totally. So, and I think both things can exist. Like it's not one yeah. or the other. And that's like one of my other big issues with people's gripes, quote unquote, if you will, with this. But in, in terms of the Grace Randolph, uh, rumor. I just wanted to read this out so so people know what we're talking about. But she says, um, and again, take this with a massive, massive grain of salt. Uh, Basically, as, just don't believe it. Yeah, as I've told <laughs> you with update, The Flash is Batflex final uh, appearance. Old footage of Cavill used on TV. New Justice League formed. Supergirl is the new Superman. Keaton working with Black Canary picks uh, Batgirl as the new Batman. Uh, this is new DC, so let's be open-minded and give it a fair shot. Um, so I do think there's a little bit of truth here in terms of like trying to kind of reset the DCEU or whatever you want to call it a little bit, like kind of wipe the slate clean, so to speak. But basically what this implies is that they're trying to essentially erase Zack Snyder's, uh, films from the canon. Uh, and people got very, very upset about that. And that's where the whole hashtag sort of WB movement, if you want to call it that came from. Uh, but I just think it's funny, like, you know, this idea of when the Snyder, the whole release, the Snyder cut thing happened and people are like, oh yeah, like what, like essentially the argument was like, oh, what does it hurt to like, you know, to, uh, make the movie and release it and basically give into the demands of fans. And my answer to that is like this, right? This is what we're getting from that, where that was never going to be enough for the Mm -hmm. type of person that thinks that way. Right. And so for me, it's really just indicative of like the way fandom is changing and it, it blows my mind. 
So imagine, imagine the Snyder bros tantrums when they hear the words like female justice league, they're just going to yeah. fucking, yeah. They're like, Oh, the DC's getting tendies. woke, you know, like yeah, that kind of bullshit. Play the chicken tendies across the room and fucking <laughs> cry to their mom about it, dude. Oh um, man, that's too funny. I will just, just on the, the subject of rated R, I do think, and I will stand by this. I do think a film like Venom, Let There Be Carnage, suffered from not being rated R. Yeah. Whereas yeah. a film like Batman absolutely will not suffer from not being rated yeah. R. But totally, I think totally. it's because of what I was like, similar to what I was saying of like, Venom is something that is more graphic by nature. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, exactly. You know, it caters the, the to an adult audience. Is, yeah. So. Yeah, totally. That and I we've think already seen a trailer. Mistake of trying to bring that towards kids, you know? Yeah. yeah. But we've already seen the trailer for the Batman. We've seen multiple of them where he's just beating the living shit out of people. And we're like, yeah. mm, that's brutal. Like, yeah, it can be brutal and not be fucking rated R. If you want to see rated R Batman, there's an image of him going down on Catwoman on the internet. You can go find that <laughs> shit on Twitter. Like, it's probably an really NFT want. somewhere, Joel. <laughs> Maybe. If you want to find that shit, that's what you can find. It doesn't need to be in the movie, guys. Calm down. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Also, fuck Snyder Bros. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, because uh, they stink, and you know what else stinks or doesn't <laughs> stink anymore? I guess. Jesus Christ! Um, oh, you're just on, you're on fire, dude. It's <laughs> it's beautiful. Christ. It's a beautiful thing to witness, Jesus Lauren. Christ. It's a beautiful thing to witness. Yeah. Um, uh, Taylor, I'm gonna actually throw this. Yeah, totally. To you, so you I know more I, about this. I wanted to I talk a little bit about this just because you know we tend to talk about like movie and TV and nerd stuff a lot of the time, but. You know, we are TV technically. Yeah, we we are a pop culture podcast after all. And uh, so I basically I wrote an article for the the site this week. um, And I'll just give you the headline here. Uh, (laughs) 90 day fiance star retires from selling farts after health scare proves that supply chain issues are real. Um, So, we'll you know, we'll we'll dive into it from there. But uh, this actually comes from one of Joel's favorite shows. Uh, What what show is that? So hard. dude. Yeah, there you go. 90 Day Fiance. Of all the trash television in the world, it goes Love Island and then 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) Uh, It's so beautiful. So hard. Yeah. Her name is Steph. Uh, Yeah. Stephanie Motto um, is her name. Yeah. So she she made headlines a few weeks back. What, What was this for, Joel? She, look, she had an OnlyFans pretty much right after 90 Day Fiance happened because everyone was like, she's so hot. Yeah. And in, in, in like, in everyone else's defense, like, she is pretty hot. Um, <laughs> but she started in OnlyFans, and I don't know how she got to this point of it. Maybe the OnlyFans <laughs> wasn't doing good enough. Maybe feet pics weren't doing good enough. Uh, but she started selling farts in a jar. Um, yes. Which, so, sounds, which like, sounds fake to me. Like, I, there's no way that works like there's no way you ship a fart in a jar and the dude opens it up and it's still yeah fart, so right? so no i way. will i will say that there's a, i have a quote from her she just says i thought it'd be hilarious uh, i thought it would be a hilarious publicity move that would get a lot of people's attention and so she kind of did this as a joke but then it started taking off and she was basically squeezing How much out did she make taylor she, well she was squeezing out up to 50 fart jars per week and she was I making that you said squeeze. I know. Now. I'm sorry. It's 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 true, though, because she, as we'll learn in a second, she was really like struggling. Oh, you know what I mean? Um, but the but, but the point Thanks. being is she had made over two hundred thousand dollars, about 50 grand a week From on this parts. thing until she had a little health scare. Now, what happened is she had the symptoms or what she thought were the symptoms of a heart attack. Uh, as it turns out, 
the doctors um, basically said that it was a result of her eating too many things to essentially help her farts smell better, which she had been trying to do. So she was eating uh, like eggs, beans, protein shakes, like all this stuff, right? And basically the doctors are like... And by smell better, I think he means like... Smell worse. Yeah, more... Sorry, not better. More potent. potent. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And so... um, Smell better. Yeah. I mean, look, she said, uh, I remember about one day I had about three protein shakes and a huge bowl of black bean soup. Uh, And she said, I think certain foods produce better smelling farts. Um, So, you know, what happened is basically the doctors recommended that she had to stop uh, doing this for the sake of her body, which, you know, uh, uh, as she says here, quote unquote, which has effectively ended my business and just saying those words out loud is, is completely ridiculous. I hate it. But I think the real kicker and the absolutely but. hilarious part to this story is that uh, according to her, her uh, new plan moving forward is to unveil a revolutionary new sh- uh, fart jar NFT experience. Um, and so, so I'm just going to quote here from the article. Part of this refocusing, quote unquote, includes 100 tokens that are redeemable for a real fart jar. 70 no. tokens that are redeemable for used panties and then 30 redeemable for used lingerie. Yeah. Um, Ew. Pretty ridiculous. If you ask me the fact that she's getting into NFC NFTs and people are actually buying into this. Um, pretty, pretty yeah. ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. Look, she she already made a killing. NFTs for real life stuff. I thought that was like, you trade Bitcoin com- for, for NFTs basically. But then she, but then you can trade the NFTs for real life stuff. I mean, is what she's saying. Technically, yes, by buying the That's NFT, the token, stuff, you can yeah. redeem it for her her prizes. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was like contradictory to the whole point of NFT. Oh yeah, no, exactly, and so. that's why that's why it makes no sense. And I mean, knowing <laughs> knowing the the crypto bro um, movement, like people bro. are are gonna go yeah. crazy for this. So um, I just thought that was a freaking hilarious. Uh, article and the fact that she actually got away with this and then eventually uh you know had to end the business so yeah and again the fact that i'm saying business is ridiculous she's saying that it's ending her business but like she already made so much off of 90 day fiance and her and her only fans that she bought like a house in connecticut yeah well 100 on instagram her house is insane yeah no it's it's ridiculous she's gonna do okay oh what i i have no sympathy whatsoever but that's why I think it's really funny about this. She's like, oh, my God, my business has ended, like, as if she's poor and living on the streets, you know, because she can't sell jars of farts. Like, If yeah. you had to buy a fart jar from one celebrity, who would it be? Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with Emily Blunt. Okay. <laughs> uh, probably Andrew Garfield. Ooh, oh, that's a good sorry, one. Sorry, Rachel. Good choice. I'm Bidding go- more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that 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 would get very expensive. Oh, I think God. yeah, I think she would that would Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> to have to say. I love him as well, but I think she'd spend more money on him. No doubt, no doubt. <clears throat> um I'm going to go uh controversial. Uh I want to know what Captain Peyton America's Manning. smart uh farts smell like. So I'm going to say yeah. Chris Evans. You want to you want to know what America's ass choice. smells like? Yeah. yeah. I I I really want to know what Captain America farts like. So I'm going to say Chris Evans. All righty. Yeah. Close good. second, Scarlett Johansson. Mm. 
close third, all of the Avengers. Oh my God, Joel, you're too I was much. I say Sam Jackson because he says, "Hold yeah. on, your bits." <laughs> <sighs> all right, we 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 should move on from this. We we've talked about farts hey, for man. like six you, minutes now. You put yeah, this you on the show notes. I did. I did. Your fault. I did. It's all good. Uh, but nevertheless, um, I think that's everything we have for news, right, Lauren? Yep. Was was that it? Yeah. All right, cool. So we actually only have one trailer for you guys. So let's uh, we're gonna jump right into that. Let me get this bad boy going here. Jeffrey Thompson, house manager. Well, I'll be <laughs> Ten years is a long time. Let me show you around. Where them dimes at? Hillary. Well, <laughs> let's go find you something fit for a prince. See what they did there, guys? Let's find you yeah. something fit for a prince. Yeah. Get it? So that was from the oh. uh, the trailer for Bel Air, which is the uh, unfortunate new gritty reboot of that show uh, that we're getting. <laughs> So what were you guys' thoughts on this thing? That show being the Fresh Prince of Bella. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I found it interesting that the character's name is still Will Smith. Okay, no, definitely. What, yeah. It's it's so weird. Just it's like something else. It's like you're not playing the Fresh Prince. You're playing a fictional version of Will Smith, which, to yeah. be fair, the original show was essentially like a loosely fictionalized version of his life. But the fact that they're like playing sure. it as... No, he's not playing the Fresh Prince. He's playing Will Smith. You know what I mean? Like that, to me, was mind-boggling like why they made that choice i would even be okay yeah. if his first name was will but like yeah yeah it's yeah. literally it's literally will smith and exactly I'm like, what the fuck yeah totally <laughs> um, i just find it all very strange like the carlton like it's popular it's the same in name yeah but no one feels even remotely the same like you said carlton totally is like popular totally. and being kind of a jerk and Uncle Phil's like I, swaggy. Yeah, yeah, like at least stay Jolly. true to who those characters are, yeah. right? The f okay, so the funny thing is, is I was telling Joel about this, but so this show was actually based on a parody trailer that came out about three years ago. Yeah. That they optioned to make this show into. So this show right. is literally based on a parody, not based on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the series. Sure. And so for me, in that sense, it becomes a little cyclical in that way. Like, it does feel like a parody, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's, like, it's it very reminiscent of, like, what we're getting with a lot of reboots and, and um, Lego sequels and stuff like that, where it's basically, like, member berries from South Park. Like, member mm -hmm. Carlton, member? you know, yeah. member the all these other... And it's just, like, you're... The essence, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, like the essence of those characters is not there, but also they're not funny. Like there's nothing in this in this sh in this show that looks to be funny. And like yeah. for me, like I don't know, maybe it's just the way I view that show, and um, you know, outside looking in kind of thing. But it just feels like totally, like unequivocally not related to the show like right. it, it feels like a separate thing in a lot of ways i guess is what i'm trying like to say it's trying to be like a succession thing but then they <laughs> slap the names of yeah fresh prince characters on it yep. it kind of feels like it's trying to be like black degrassi yeah a little bit <laughs> by the way they announced that they're bringing right? back degrassi for uh for hbo max today as well nice. in 2023 so okay I'm, same into that. Cast? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure i didn't no i didn't way. look no into way. it Drake, no way drake's coming back that'd be crazy if no, Drake okay, came back. all the same cast but i wouldn't be surprised if they nope, do like they did with back. junior high and have yeah, yeah. the original as parents like yeah yeah totally okay. oh yeah i can see which that. lauren collins actually was on what we did in the shadows last season. I don't know if yeah. you guys got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, uh, I will say the most meta thing from this trailer is, so you know how there's the original Fresh Prince theme song? Yeah, yeah. And then there's the extended version mm-hmm. of yep. the Fresh Prince theme song. And in that extended version, he talks about sipping champagne on the airplane with some orange juice or whatever. Yep. yep. And in this trailer, there's a shot of him flying on the airplane and mm-hmm. he's got a mimosa at the yeah. fucking. Yeah. I was yep. like, yo, that is the most meta shit. It I've is. Ever it really seen is. And really that's why it's almost life. it's almost like, is this like legit a parody? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it kind of seems like it. Right. But uh the 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 even funnier thing to me is like the need to insert what is seemingly like a, a subplot about some guy from Philly, some criminal from Philly, like yeah. coming to Bel Air and tracking yeah. him down. Yeah, it's yeah. like the like you didn't need that. You don't need that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's so many things about this series that doesn't feel right. I'll probably check it out just because I'm a huge <laughs> fan of that. Like, don't judge but judge a book by its cover. But if I watch sure. the first two episodes and I pretty much have the same feeling and thoughts, like I probably won't continue to yeah. watch it. We need to clip out Taylor being like. But I'm probably going to check it out. <laughs> hey, you've done that a few times too, Just Joel. Like 20 minutes of how this is going to suck ass. And then he's like, but I'm probably going to check it out. I mean, look, I want to give everything a chance. Like, right. Like, no, I no, think something may suck, I but I, you. yeah, but you know, that's just the way I am. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, do you guys have anything else to say about this? Uh, it's pretty no. self straightforward. All right, cool. So, uh, with that said, I guess we're going to jump into the uh, main topic here, huh? Oh, shit. Oh, dang. Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett. Yeah, the surprise show we didn't know we were going to even get like half a year ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't um, know uh, if you had a clip for that, Taylor. I don't know. I should have. I totally, I totally failed to uh, to pull something up for that. <laughs> but uh, it's all okay. good. Book of Boba Fett, episode um, one and two. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, we can't talk about three. Oh, Listen. that's fine. We'll just Listen. save the Power Rangers discussion for the next time. But Joel. I want to talk about three. <laughs> There's some really interesting stuff in there, but we can save it. It's Listen, fine. Listen, I barely we'll talk got about to it. an end time for this. So Yeah. <laughs> I forgive you. So, uh, Lauren, you. Uh, do you want to go first? What are kind of your general thoughts on um, on the first two episodes of this series? I got to say, I'm not loving it, guys. Like, I'm okay. sure it'll build. Yeah. I'm sure it'll get better. But I feel like it's been and again you've seen three so you know more than i do but yeah, if you don't like one I, and two you're not gonna like three cool uh <laughs> i just to me it just felt like so much like both episodes were like montage let's catch you up on what's been happening stuff with the whole like going back and forth in time but mostly yeah. time back in time um and i get it it's world building it's lore building blah 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 whatever but you only have seven episodes also and the fact that it's the first two have been primarily that without that being the show yeah it yeah. just feels kind of clunky and mcclunky off to me <laughs> McCl- oh man McClunky. um yeah i hear that lauren so joel what'd you think it's not great but i'm <laughs> but i'm having fun Okay. And I think and I think that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh we got to see I really wished we had seen more of him escaping the Sarlacc pit. Mm-hmm. Um it just kind of happens and you're like, "Oh, that's kind of lame." So it's um, it's funny. Did did you guys see that uh that tweet that was going around about uh, I think it's from Parks and Rec where Patton Oswalt's like describing Boba Fett oh, coming in. And, and it's exactly what happened. Word, dude, yeah. it's literally it's yeah, like yeah. you guys owe fucking the writers some royalties that's on that hilarious. shit right yeah. there. <laughs> 
Well, I do have to say, I did appreciate that because I literally was talking to someone like a few days before the first episode aired and they were like, but didn't Boba die? Like, yeah, I don't, because yeah. they haven't watched Mando. Yeah. They're like, didn't he die? Like, yeah. he went in the Starlight Pit. So totally. the fact that, yeah, A, they're retconning it, whatever, but like they at least took the time to do that. Yeah. And explain how this is happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, for sure. I definitely appreciated that. You know, as far as like, generally speaking, my my main, I don't even want to call it a concern because I want to see how it plays out. But I feel like the biggest problem with this series so far is that I was telling Joel actually um, earlier is like, it feels very similar to the, uh, like our collective thoughts, I guess, if you will, on, on Fantastic Beast 3, where it's like, mm-hmm. but not as extreme. Like it's, not who is the show for, but what is the show about? Right. Like I, yeah. watching the first couple episodes, like I'm, like you said, it kind of feels a little meandering, you know, there's not a clear goal. Like even with Mando, like the clear goal was like, okay, uh, return the child. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's a simple idea that's extended probably way longer than it needs to be. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, it's that spine that the series has yeah. to, st- series has to stay on track. And I feel like this show is really missing that. Like, there's some really interesting elements. Yeah. There's a lot more fan service than I think is necessary for something like this. Sure. And I do feel like, as much as I like John Favreau as a writer, I think he's going a little too ham on some of the writing in terms of the references and callbacks. And like, I don't know. I, I, like, sure. Again, I, I I'm very much in between you and Joel in the sense that like. I'm not loving it, but I'm not mm-hmm. hating it at the same time. I have some issues, but I also want to yeah. see how everything connects, how everything plays out. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely want to see where they're going. I will say that, but it's yeah. just like you said, I think that is perfect of we have no real sense of what the overarching like, through line is yet. Aside from like he took over Jabba's like, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And it feels a little flimsy in that way. You know what I mean? Like, again, I mean, the the show is called a, the book of Boba Fett. So, of course, sure. it's going to feel like chapters, like a little bit serialized. But I still don't think that's uh, but really an answer to, to like that yeah. issue. You know, I also feel like if they're doing a book situation, chapter or whatever, why are they jumping back in time? At, like back and yeah. forth in time every episode. Why not just start with this whole thing of him and the Tuscans, like we don't need to see the yeah. future stuff yet. I would have much rather seen the first two episodes just be all flashbacks. And then we, yeah. you know, we finally get back to like the main present day, quote unquote, you know, storyline. Yeah. I will say too many, too many people speak English mm. in, in, in space. Like the, like I, I understand like the mayor's lackey speaks English, but it's like, but then they get to the mayor and it's this weird alien dude and he mm-hmm. just speaks English. And I'm like, just yeah. let him like you, the huts speak Hutnese or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's subtitles on. It's just, so yeah, like, funny because the, the I, I can read. It's fine. Just make yeah, it an alien. Why definitely. And well, and, and, and I think like this show even makes that joke about, Oh, we need to get a protocol droid. Like why the yeah. fuck don't you just have that character? Like it's yeah. a, a missing core piece of like star wars in that sense like lore yeah. and you know technology and all the stuff that goes with that so oh my gosh. um please I don't know. have jermaine clement be a protocol droid. oh my god so by the way can we can we talk about matt barry as the droid because that i would at first I, I, droid tona uh, yeah right I, I i watched the first whole episode and i didn't even realize it was him and then i saw matt yeah. barry in the credits and i was like 
who did Matt Berry play? And then I was like, oh my God, like it's such good yeah. casting. Yeah. Such good casting. Um, so yeah, I really there's enjoyed even, that. There's even crazier casting in episode three. Mm. Indeed. Indeed. Well, also Jennifer Beals. Where did she come from? The Ooh, Tuscan lady, right? that? Yeah. Uh, she, not, 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 not Tuscan, right? It's the, um, Twi'lek. Oh, the Twilight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Uh, that like runs the the bar or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is Jennifer Beals from Flashdance. Yeah. yeah, there you go. What? Just coming out of nowhere with the cameos. I mean, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, you know, in terms of in terms of these, at least the first two episodes, really the first three, if I'm not mistaken, have been directed, uh, by Robert Rod- Rodriguez. The um, second one was not. You can oh, was it? Okay. So the, the first one and third. Not ones were especially in the third episode it's like very Rodriguez. Sure. yeah totally like um, no episode that was directed by him and you're like yeah, yeah that's him the yeah second one was directed by a woman okay that. gotcha i can't remember her name but. yeah um so i just wanted to see what you guys thought about like the action and and kind of that side of things you know um i think there's a lot of visual callbacks you know what i mean in sort of yeah sort of places yeah. um that we've seen before um so yeah i just want to get your guys thoughts on all that stuff like I said, I had fun, man. Like the action was good. I liked the stuff with the train. Uh, you know, like I love a good heist thing. Um, yeah. I guess should we like kind of go into spoiler recap of what happened? A there's little, not, a little there's bit. Not a, there's, there's, there's not there's a lot of plot. Not a, whole, right. not a lot happened. Not no. a lot of spoilers, Might as well honestly. kind of yeah. feel like. Yeah, you know, I mean. Basically I, back in time we find out like he escapes the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. The Tuscans find him, kidnap him. He ends up befriending them, and they teach each other things. Yeah. The end. Yeah, yeah they teach him how to, like, <laughs> use, like, a... Oh, man, what's the name of the stick? Fuck. I, um, I know this. Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, oh, my God gosh. Damn it. I'm going to try to find it right now. Um, staff. Yeah, I, I will say that I'm real like so. There was a I used to know. I fucking know. This. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, so they're used to like uh, basically uh, when episode basically with every episode of of this show, people have come out and like essentially that that's not Boba Fett, you know, crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to th- get your guys' thoughts on that in terms of like you know expanding Boba's personality just beyond being like some ruthless bounty hunter you know i think the series really tries to humanize him in a lot of ways and so yeah that's been a little bit controversial like in the ep- uh, the second episode where, where he's riding the band or the speeder and he's like like the bantha and he has that cheesy yeah. smile like <laughs> things yeah. like that so um yeah just want to hear what you guys thought about all that i, I, I want to say a gaffy stick yeah i think that's it <laughs> Yes, well, it, is. it is. Like it is. It is. Stick. No, like, it is. Uh, it's G A F F I stick. You're right. Hey, yeah, uh, that's it for me. Good job. Um, what what was the question? <laughs> Just what you think about the like the expansion of the character, like humanizing oh, Boba yeah, Fett, yeah. Uh, like you know. I saw an article today that said Tamara Morrison was open to playing all clones, and I was like, you. Of course fucking, you are. You fucking screen whore. Dude, he got uh, the best deal out of the Star Wars know, universe know, in right? terms of roles that it will never end. Um, yeah. I will say I think he's a fucking god-awful actor. Uh, he's not good. I um, think he's good to a certain extent, but yes, he definitely like doesn't have a ton of range. Um, they make I also it, don't think we've he, they've given him much opportunity that's though, true. either. It's, it's been a lot of visual storytelling. Yeah. 
they make up too many reasons for him to take his fucking helmet off. I kind of, I kind of agree with that. Definitely. Um, and the other thing too is, um, uh, I love the sort of indigenous side of this series so far. Yeah. I think that's something really cool in terms of like getting to know the Tusken Raiders and kind of, or not, uh, yeah, they are the Tusken Raiders, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, for some reason, I was thinking Jawas, but that's not right. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so, like you know, this idea of, of you know, these people essentially being a metaphor for, like, indig- indigenous cultures, which Timur Murison yeah. is an indigenous, indigenous yeah. actor. So, yeah. you know, uh, like, I think that's pretty cool. Like, to, I mean, Star Wars has always had, I don't want to say political messages, but like ideological messages like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I really appreciated that. I will say that if we get one more fucking train heist scene in a star Wars movie, I'm probably going to shoot myself. <laughs> um, I'm of just exaggerating. Things, I'm not actually going to do that. Please don't. Of all yeah. the things I didn't like about the show, that's definitely not one of them. Like I fully believe the storyline of like the Tuscans yeah. kidnapping him and then him like yeah. turning out to be oh, their friend. I thought it was fucking- great. Yeah, because he's a badass. Yeah. Like yeah. I fully bought into all of that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, totally. It's more of the other shit that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Like again, everybody fucking speaks English for some reason, and like he goes to the casino and takes his helmet off. Like, why are you? Why doing would that? you do that? Yeah. Why are you doing? Yeah. Someone can just yeah. shoot you in the fucking head. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. And I get yeah. it. It's because he's. It's because oh, he's being paid as an actor, so he's got to show his fucking face. But it's like you're in a fucking crime lord city, and this fucking casino has probably got dan- like the most dangerous people. Yeah. Why are you taking your helmet off? It's like there yeah. are a lot less uh, uh, elements of the show that I didn't mm-hmm. believe in. And yeah. you know, that's not like the whole Tuscan thing like was not that. Oh, like, definitely. Was, no. Like, but like I like I just think it's a cool little like thing that they integrated in there, you know, yeah. just to make it like no, I love have it. Have a little more meat to the bones. But um, but well, yeah, I no, I mean, it, oh, good. Oh, I just as far as the question you were asking, Taylor, of like comparing like, oh, that's not what Boba yeah, yeah, because there's a lot. Is. There's been a lot of that. Like, this yeah. isn't my Boba Fett kind of shit, you know. Boba Fett, according to uh, Under the Helmet, the legacy of Boba Fett mm-hmm. had six minutes and thirty two seconds of screen time yeah, in yeah. the OG trilogy. Yeah. How are you gonna say that's not Boba Fett exactly. when you see him for six and a half minutes? Yeah. Totally. Because people read the books and they read the comics, and yeah. Grace <laughs> Randolph said so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy has already said that none of that applies to the, uni- like yeah. the universe. Yeah. So I will say that my heart is still here. broken over that, but I know. <laughs> yeah. So you so, yeah. live on forever. Yeah. Look, I mean, I don't know if I really have much more to say, especially because we can't talk about episode three, but are there like well, any yeah, other. I told you you could if you want to. No, no. I mean, I'll, like... nah, the craziest thing in the first two episodes, just the end. Job of the Hutt's got some fucking family members. Yeah, the twins. I did twins. like that. I did like that, yeah. especially with the pedestal that there's like 20 people carrying and they're yeah. clearly like struggling. Like it's so yeah. funny. Um, they come in and say, "Yo, we got the like we we got the receipts," and they show a little scroll. You know, it's a digital scroll, but they're like, "We are the heirs," and Boba's like, "Tough shit." Uh, and then we get to see a uh fucking gladiator wookie uh this bad motherfucker looks like he's gonna cause some trouble oh yeah he's got a fucking ironclad spiked shoulder pad he's got a cool gun and he's got a mean mug and his name's like 
Brian Cranston. Uh, <laughs> exactly. His name it's is Chris, unpronounceable. It's K R R S A N T A N. Chrysanthemum. I think it's nice. There you yeah. go. Yeah, you got to roll your R's to make it yeah. sound proper. Uh, also, I will want to, I do want to, I got to shout out uh, Ming Na Wen because she yeah. is like totally like, uh, she's kicking butt. I don't want to say she's underused, but like she might be like the secret MVP yeah. of the series. Um, yeah, the and little parkour chase scene was, I was pretty just cool. It was, say, yeah. it was definitely cool. And the other thing that's funny to me is that like there's like this recurring gag, and it's not even really like a, a, an audible gag, it's more of a visual gag where like, Every time Boba's like talking to someone, she they always have a glance or an interaction where Fennec's basically like, "You need me to kill him," you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it's like it's so good, and it's something that's totally unsaid, but like uh, there's little details like that in her performance that I love. So um, I just wanted to shout that out. Yeah, yeah I, I would, she's I agree she's that. awesome. Um, Unsurprisingly, so yeah. Uh yeah, so I mean, like, like again, unless you have anything else to say, Not sadly, I, I don't. Much tapped out on that. Yeah, again, know. you know, only two episodes. It's average. Yeah, yeah, average. But I think it's the first of the Disney Plus like uh, headliner series. Yeah, like, like character. That I'm really like, I don't know if I want to keep watching this show. Yeah. See, it's funny because yeah. I'm. It's like for me, it's like it's a Star Wars show, so I'm gonna watch it. No, and I know that's how I am as well. Yeah. So that's how um, you've made it this far already, Lauren. Exactly. <laughs> no, literally the first one, I was like, I don't know if I can do it, and that's yeah. why I barely got the second one in before we cast it today. Like yeah, I've been putting yeah. it off because I've been watching other stuff. I cannot yeah. wait for you to see who makes a cameo in episode three, dude. It is. Uh, there's it, two, there's two cameos that are really good in episode three. Um, bonkers. Yeah. But yeah. there's one that's yeah. like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Not okay. character wise, like actor. actor yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is happening? Well, it's the, the, all I'll say it's the Robert Rodriguez connection is the reason why, uh, oh, that it's actors, Danny Trejo, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Danny Trejo. Yeah. It's so, it's crazy. amazing. I think I saw it's a amazing. meme kind of. Referencing yeah. that, yeah. he plays a fucking um, rancor like trainer, it's wrangler just, like. Crazy it's pretty good. Dude. It's pretty good. That's absurd. Yeah. It's funny. Um, oh god, it's so. It's like it's so. And this is where I think Robert Rodriguez comes full circle. It's like it's so bad that it's actually good again. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the scene is so dumb that I'm like, I fucking love this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah that, totally. You know, that is that is a classic Star Wars thing too. I feel like with yeah. some of the humor, it's like it's so dumb, but like you can't. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like cheesy, funny, almost. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, definitely. So, yeah, uh, yeah we'll you know we'll we'll fill you guys in as we continue to watch the series. Um, and I guess depending on what comes out in the next couple of weeks, um, we'll definitely touch on it. But uh, we'll see. I guess depending on how the show turns out, too. You know, we might might be better to just wait till the end of it so you know depending yeah, on, how, on how busy it gets we'll see we'll kind of just play we, it by ear a, there are some big things coming out yes indeed uh speaking of which uh we're gonna of course do a little bit of what we what we've been watching because me personally i always have a ton of stuff i'm trying to yeah. you know shout out on this too. but one of the things that is coming out that we do need to talk about is peacemaker finally dropped on hbo max <laughs> Right. Uh, I have it queued up. I haven't watched it. I, I have it yeah, queued up, same. and I see that there's three episodes. First three episodes, which are all directed yeah. by James Gunn, basically nice. a three-hour movie. Uh, I was cool. fortunate enough, I guess, to have the time to watch it earlier today. So 
Uh, this show's really awesome, guys. I think it's like definitely Sweet. a continuation of uh, Suicide Squad, you know, in cool. terms of like tone and and all that stuff. I don't want to give get into too many spoilers, but uh, I think in a lot of ways, Peacemaker is has what Boba Fett is missing, right? This idea sure, of, sure. of having a purpose, right? Like uh-huh. you watch the first episode of Peacemaker and you're like, I know exactly what this show's trying to do. You know what I mean? Because cool. it's very upfront about it. And it's, uh, I mean, it's definitely violent. It's definitely graphic. And there are a nice. lot of big surprises. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'll just leave it do at that. Do they resurrect Polka Dot Man? Not yet, as Damn far as I'm aware. But they do reference... Uh, the suicide squad pretty heavily to the, to the point where it has oh, cool. basically like a two minute, like recap of peacemaker <laughs> oh, cool. in that of movie. What happened. Yeah. Like okay, in case cool. people didn't see it type of thing, but sure. yeah. So Taylor, I'm in, I'm in HBO max right now. Right. Yeah. I've got the app queued up. Yeah. Do you want me to watch the first three episodes of peacemaker or do you want me to watch more succession? <laughs> I mean, you know, the answer to that. <laughs> you know the answer to that, Joel, because I know I, you're going to watch I Peacemaker anyways, you fucker. <laughs> uh, speaking, speaking of which, though, HBO Max, this is my my whole what I've been watching sex segment is basically just a big HBO Max promo because that's like all the <laughs> shit that I've been watching this week. Sweet. Um, you didn't hashtag boycott WB. I did not. No, I did not. Um, Before we get into the rest of what you're watching, hit yeah. that magic pause button, you guys, so I can go pee. So speaking of uh, of John Cena led properties, um, I also had a chance. <laughs> also Christ. had a chance to uh, check out uh, F Nine, the Fast Saga, as it's yeah. called. So None. Fast None. and Fast and Furious Nine. Did did you either of you guys have a chance to check this out? Nope. I feel like I watched that on the plane to London. It's got John Cena as Vin Diesel's brother. Hold on, I'm pulling up. The, that's like the whole. That's the whole gimmick yeah, 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 of the yeah, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And because Charlize is their mom, right? Uh, she no, she's she's like a like, like a super villain that's like working with John Cena. Um, okay, I thought they. Were, I thought she was also related to them. I don't think so. No, it's okay. uh, you might be thinking of uh, Helen Mirren's also in the movie, and she plays Deckard Shaw's. Uh, Jason that's Statham's mom. That's what it is. Yep, 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 yeah. Yep. But yes, I did um, see this one. Yeah. So what? Any thoughts on on this thing before I jump into my tirade here? Uh, I mean, I, I'm I always just have a fun time with the yeah. F nine. Wait, nope, no, I take it back. I did not see this one okay. because I <laughs> I'm Makes now remembering sense. something that came out about something that happens in it that mm. I have not visually seen. Got you, got you. Yeah, it's a uh, look. These movies have always been kind of ridiculous, right? And and ever since like really Fast Five, which in my opinion is still the pinnacle of these movies, like it's the best film in the series by far. Uh, mm. Things have been getting increasingly ridiculous Crazy. and and ludicrous. <laughs> pun intended. Oh, Rooker's in it. What's that? Rooker's in it. Michael Rooker. Is he? Apparently. Oh, I don't remember him being in so the movie. He plays but... someone called Buddy. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, look, this 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 movie is crazy in terms of like, you know, just what the fast movies do, but also in terms of the scale and like all the shit that they're trying to basically push into this runtime of like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. You know, at its core, the movie is basically like John Cena versus, you know, uh Vin Diesel. Yeah. And I think that dynamic 
works to a certain respect. There's like a lot of flashback. Like they cast like a guy is like young Dom Toretto yeah. in this movie. So really, yeah. yeah. So there's like a like oh, the movie God. starts with a flashback. Uh, with I guess spoilers, even though people already know this. Um, like it starts with uh, you basically see how Dom's father died. Um, mm. and Dom's so father's dead. Yeah. Right. It's almost like he's been talking about it since the first movie. Um, <laughs> but like they try to use that as like the kind of like emotional core of the movie. And I think that like that works to a certain respect, but it's also like super gimmicky in terms of they only it, there's only so far you can take that. And it really does feel elongated in that way. Um, there's, you know, I guess I'll just come out and say it. this movie goes to space at one point. That's um, the, the thing that I was like, wait, no, I didn't. It's not do that. it's fucking crazy, um, and it's funny because the 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 movie goes through all this like, uh, like internal logic of trying to explain how they could actually do that, but they never really explain how they get back. Like in they're in space one scene, and then like a couple scenes later, like they're back at home, and like no, like nothing ever happened. And so it's I don't know I it, I didn't love the movie. I didn't hate it. It's kind of ridiculous, but it also feels like, okay, this whole series is starting to run its course. Sure. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I mean, Justin Lin coming back does have a little bit of a benefit. This is the first mm -hmm. film he's directed since... Six. Six, I think. yeah. Uh, I think so. No, no, he did seven as well. Seven. Yeah, seven, so yeah. he took a break for one and then came back. But, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, Same I'll just leave Jordana. it at that. Uh, speaking of other HBO Max stuff, I also had a chance to watch uh, season two of Snowpiercer. Did you guys ever okay. watch this series or no? I didn't actually. No, I've only watched the film. It's same here before I had seen the series. And, and it's mm -hmm. actually pretty intriguing. I think the first season is not perfect. The first season does a pretty good job of like justifying why the series exists, you know, as opposed to like just leave it be with the movie. Yeah. Um, at the same time, like there was a lot of stuff that was like, okay, uh, this doesn't work. That doesn't work. And I think uh, overall, I was pretty positive on season one. Season two, however, uh, <laughs> is a little bit different of a story. I, I, mm. I liked what it was trying to do. And I think there are some really good moments within that. And I think casting Sean Bean as Wolford is like great casting you know what i mean what? like he yes uh, but he shows up at the end of the like the whole ending is like building up to that basically right, but right, right. Uh, they do it in a really interesting way um and uh so season two for me was a little bit disappointing i would still recommend it because i think there's some interesting stuff but they made some pretty drastic changes to like like the whole first season is b built around like it's basically a murder mystery, right? Somebody gets killed on the train and they're trying to figure yeah. out who did it. And I think that's a really interesting like lens through which to tell that story. And they kind of drop that in the second season. So hmm. I think for me, it didn't really work as well. Um, but overall, I mean, the third season's premiering soon and it usually doesn't drop until like a year after the thing premieres on HBO Max. So I'll probably, you know, check it out when it comes out. But uh, yeah, I mean, soft recommend, I guess. Um, on Snowpiercer. Uh, Do I'll, not watch it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, mostly, too, because David Diggs is the lead in the series. And, oh, right. and for yeah. me, that's like he's amazing in everything. So, yeah, um, really quickly, too. I also watched uh, a documentary um, in the Music Box series of documentaries. I don't know if you guys have seen these on HBO Max. This uh, one was about uh, Alanis Morissette and, um, you know, uh, 
basically her rise to fame and like the kind of oh, cool. jagged little pill era, like the influence yeah. of that album. And, you know, it, it, it was really interesting. Basically. I mean, as, as someone who was like six years old when that album came out and has very vivid memories of like mm-hmm. the way that album captured that moment in time, it was really interesting. And also seeing her now too, reflecting on everything was, was really cool. So I would That's recommend cool. that if you're, um, yeah, music fan, Alanis Morissette fan, like '90s yeah. stuff too. I think I is, definitely want to. Yeah, I would recommend it. The, the, it's now. it's a whole uh, series. Like they did one on DMX. I think I talked about the first oh, one, nice. which was uh, the Woodstock '99 documentary, which yeah, was yeah, excellent yeah. as well. You did, yeah. Yeah. So so I would recommend that. Um, I also got a chance to finish uh, something I've been watching, but haven't really like mentioned thus far hard is hard knocks in yeah, season I, I knew it they're um, doing cults right yeah and it's it's been really interesting this is the first time maybe i did mention it but this is the first time they're actually doing it in season no, i just know you as opposed to like before the season during training camp and yeah. it's been a really really interesting experiment i've really enjoyed it and to see carson wentz crumble in the way he has and to see that documented is is kind of hilarious to me as a, a By as watching an Eagles carson fan. wentz crumble do you mean watch carson wentz be carson wentz yes exactly and they also capture the moment on there where he, he got co- where he found out that he got covid and all that stuff and they literally won't yeah, let him yeah. in the building and it's like wow if that isn't a metaphor i don't know what is that is hilarious um so yeah if you're into football um wentz. and all that kind of stuff i would recommend uh, hard knocks in season and then finally and i know that i believe all three of us have seen this uh mm-hmm. i had a chance to check out the uh the harry potter special yeah so the, what did the reunion yes indeed the reunion special so what did you guys think about this thing uh it didn't have my boy lupin in it so yeah what can, the hell right so we can fuck we off knew that though yeah i know we didn't i'm still mad at, no <laughs> you're, you're, you're like me you're mad at it but you're still gonna watch it right i really yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll probably I'll still, still check it out i'll still check it out though <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no, I really, really enjoyed uh, how it kind of went like not like it wasn't each individual film as a chapter, but they, you know, like they kind of went like movie by kind movie. Of, right? yeah. There was they, a structure. Like, there was a structure them together at a time. Right. But it's yeah. like, yeah, they really did just kind of go like movie by movie and then just kind of like, t- you know, talked. To, it was kind of like a yearbook of, yeah. of the of the franchise. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I fucking especially since I just watched like the last half of the franchise over Christmas. Um, I I was, I was into it, man. And you know what? Like I'm all for hitting on milfs and, uh, Daniel Radcliffe telling uh, Helena Bonham Carter that he was so good. So good. good, And she's so sweet too. You know, like her personality is just the best. Um, I can't believe she's, I mean, I can, but like, that she still had those teeth and popped them in. Yeah, that was cool. So yeah. nasty, I'm the, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what do you think, Lauren? I, I mean, I am a huge Harry Potter fan, have been since they came out. Um, I I really I did enjoy it overall because there was there was a, some new stuff in it that I didn't know. Like, I'm, I've had three jobs that have incorporated Harry Potter by chance. So like, I know yeah. a lot about Harry Potter books, movies, making of whatever I've yeah. been to the studio twice. Um, and so to hear stories that I, I didn't I'll probably know check it about, out. yeah, I'll probably check it out. Um, I mean, <laughs> I it's you guys. Beast, so I'll probably check it out. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and I thought it was really well done. And I, 
also found it really hilarious that they made it point <laughs> every time JK, the like three mm-hmm. times JK was on that oh, it was like, this is archival footage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which apparently oh, an article I read <sighs> said they actually did reach out to include her and her team said that footage from the studio tour would, uh, suffice. Yeah. They probably didn't wow. want to put more fuel so, on the fire, honestly. Yeah, I guess not. And to be honest with you, I, I don't think she needed to be in it any more than she was anyway, no. because it yeah. wasn't about the books. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, True. True. So I, I really loved that. It was the people making it talking about how it was and how it's affected them before, yeah. during, after, since, you know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was really beautifully put together yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Have you guys heard about the the couple editing mistakes in it? Though? Oh my god, the Emma Thompson no, no. gag. Is it? They do. Uh, they show a flashback photo of um, Emma Watson as a kid yeah. pre the series, and she's in like mini ears, whatever. Uh-huh. Turns out that's actually a photo of Emma Roberts. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> that like got mixed up yeah Uh, so apparently they've edited these mistakes and like re-released it on HBO Max so I haven't gone back to see it because I watched it the day it came out but also they mislabeled the twins really yeah yeah that's a pretty funny one they switched their names uh how do you fuck fuck that up especially now because like they have different haircuts and stuff so like yeah yeah they don't look identical anymore um (laughs) Excuse me. But yeah, I mean, I, I will say I did not cry like I thought I would, um, but it was definitely the only reason I didn't cry is my boy Lupin wasn't in it. <laughs> you're never <laughs> gonna let that go. Crying because you you were sad he wasn't there. No, yeah. but I cried to have seen him again. Yeah, True. definitely. Um, there, there, there were a couple like notable actors that didn't yeah. partake. Like one of the ones for me that I was like, why didn't this person participate? Is uh, Michael Gambon. Like he was such a huge yeah. part of that those that series, and uh, you know that was one that I'm thinking of right now that you know that, that they didn't really um, include in the in the series. But overall, I have to agree with you guys. I really love this. Like if you compare this to the Friends reunion special, for instance, oh, like God, oh, much better, miles and miles better, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. for me, honestly, I felt like it was almost too short. I mean, this is basically a feature length yeah. documentary, and I would have easily yeah. watched a four hour version of this, yeah. like no problem. Yeah. Um, give me an eight hour version where each hour is on each movie and I would eat that yeah. shit up. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean I, the ones that Lupin's in. I'll yeah, I'd watch those. Well, and like yeah. um oh I'm blanking on her name, Molly Weasley. Um uh-huh. wasn't there. Um yeah, yeah. Um well, Imagine I know how much name. more we could have gotten bad. out of this if like Alan Rickman was alive. Oh my too. god, yeah. dude. I mean, like well, yeah. my god. all of the people that they they paid respect to. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know. I'm Helen McCrory yeah. as well. Um, just who's just so recently passed yeah. too to yeah. hear, uh, especially because she didn't have as big a part as like Alan did, you know, um, that, but that she yeah. still had such an impact on everyone. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. So. Totally. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, again, I don't know if there's like too much to say on this other than like really enjoying it. Gary Oldman's a fucking heartthrob at whatever age he's, he's however old he is. is. I was like, awesome. Damn, bro, you're fucking hard. Yeah. Like right you now. just know how to throw the charm on at any point, don't <laughs> yeah. you, Mister Oldman? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, He's a little stud, dude. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's He's safe. Only to... like seventy. Only. 
Um, <laughs> feels like 50. Yeah, 50 is the new 70. But or 70 yeah. is the new Not 50. Not an exact age, but he's yeah. Yeah, yeah, between 60 definitely. and 70. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with that said, I think it's fair to fair to say that we'd all recommend this. Um, so, yeah, with, with that yeah. said, uh, what do you guys got for what you've been watching? I recommend it, and I will pitch to uh, Warner Brothers. Um, do the exact same thing. But only Lupin. for Lupin. No, but o- <laughs> but only for Lupin. I gotta know more about Lupin. Oh, oh man. Emma Emma Thompson too. Another one. Yeah. yeah. Trelawney not being there. Yeah. Yep. It would, it would, I agree. I think if they could extend it and include more people, honestly, I, I'm guessing because a lot of it was probably shot during COVID. Yeah. You mean the Snyder cut? Probably, probably why? Um. Yeah. I know. Yeah, totally. Wow. What is her name? Who played Molly Weasley? Uh, oh, yeah. Molly Weasley. That's fine. Uh, no, but she's such a good actress and I know her name and it's freaking bothering me. That's fine. I only call um, a huge jacked man, huge jacked man. You know, like, <laughs> it, Julie Walters. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, I know she's been ill and retired from acting, so yeah. that's probably why she wasn't there, but still it would have been yeah, super awesome to see the whole family together. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but yeah, Joel, do you want to go first or? Yeah, sure. Uh, for, first though, uh, this just in a tweet from our, uh, Taylor, our best friend, Vinny Mancuso. Oh, uh, I love Vinny. Vinny's the best. Uh, he tweets, getting word that a Star Wars show used some colors other than sand beige. The fans <laughs> are once again extremely mad. Yep, yep. That's 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 basically <laughs> uh, the so that's basically the tagline for like the article I'm gonna write. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah. it's so fucking it's great. good. Yep. Uh, okay, what the fuck did I watch? Um, I watched Licorice Pizza. And the crux of that movie is uh, uh, Alana Haim is a pedophile. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Uh, cool. Sounds it fun. Very, it is very much a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I'm, um, I'm, a, I'm here for it, dude. I cannot wait to watch that movie. You, you I'll know, love it. I'll you love know it. me and my love of slice of life movies. Yeah, um, yeah. I really enjoyed the movie. I will say it was a little long. I mean... Uh, when when is the last time PTAs made a movie under two right. hours? Like, right. I think that's valid. Probably, but when, a, but when it's a slice of life movie, it needs to be a little bit shorter. Like, yeah, I think yeah. there are definitely like hangout parts of the movie where I'm like, we don't need to see this. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I will say I liked it. Everybody yeah. is really good in it. Alana Haim is really good. Um, the new, I think that kid's a new actor, right? He's it's Cooper he's, Cooper Hoffman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. Philip uh, Seymour oh Hoffman's my, son. Oh my god! I was gonna yeah. say, literally, yeah. I literally just it just clicked in my head right now. Yeah, um, and he does kind of look like he him. looks it, once you it's the resemblance yeah. oh is uncanny once you realize it. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what I love about you, Joel, is your attention to detail. I really <laughs> hey for some things like <laughs> hey I can tell you Lupin wasn't in this yeah exactly uh, <laughs> but was Mephisto that's the true question mm. Mephisto is literally in everything Jake uh, Rowling is Mephisto oh <laughs> that would actually be like a fun fanfic no, to write Mephisto probably likes trans people yeah so that's, you're probably yeah. Um, well I guess he, yeah he does transform yeah, himself not exactly. the same way as trans transform. people do but you know. No, no for sure. Yeah. Other forms. Yeah. yeah. He would never judge a trans human like fucking yeah. JK would. Yeah. Right. Um, I, okay. I really enjoyed the movie. The acting's good. Um, there's a lot of like really funny moments in it. Bradley Cooper uh, is it. John is Peters. It. He plays John Peters. Yep. It's pretty funny. Uh, 
again, I just, the end of the movie is just like, she's a pedophile. And I'm just mm. like, I, I was like, Oof. Ooh, like you could have, you could have made the movie jump a little bit more time. And he's like my 18th birthday and we make out. And instead yeah. it's like, Nope, I'm a pedophile. And mm. you're like, eh. yeah, I, I will say though that, um, I think Alana Haim has like a really awesome look, you know what I mean? Like she's definitely like yeah. has an unconventional look. And I, I think that's like, she's just one of those people that like it again, I haven't seen the movie, but it feels like she draws you in like with oh, her she, personality, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it feels like PTA very much cast her in this movie for that. You know what I mean? Oh, her. So her whole family in the movie is yeah. her, whole is family. her, is her, the Haim sisters. So oh, she, she has like two and her mom and her dad. Yeah. And she has like two oh, older wow. sisters and they almost yeah, yeah. look identical. Um, not yeah. quite, but the, the, you can tell they're sisters. That's for sure. Yeah. The that's movie funny. is, I look, you know us. Uh, we love a good Paul Tam, Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Uh, yeah. So of, of course I'm going to recommend it. It's not my favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Fair. But I liked it. What's better, Boogie Nights or this? Boogie Nights. Okay. Boogie. Oh my. Because it feels very similar to Boogie Nights in that way. I don't know. I mean, I love Boogie Boogie Nights. But Boogie Nights has better like performances. Yeah. I mean, Boogie Nights is a masterpiece. So I don't. And Boogie Nights has like a plot. Yeah. Yeah. This movie doesn't really have a plot. It's Mm. pedophile. The movie. Yes. (laughs) No, but again, you know, I love a slice of life movie, but a slice of life movie needs to be like ninety minutes. Yeah. Right. Like they, like they hang out. They do some shit. They fuck the end. But instead it's like he does three different things. She does three different things. And it's like, I really don't care. Um, so yes, Boogie Nights is definitely better, but For sure. not a bad movie because it's PTA and he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't mm-hmm. make bad movies. Hopefully he'll get his Oscar this year. N- not for this movie. He won't. <laughs> he might uh, get it for writing. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, Started succession. Hey, finally. I can and what hear, and what happened in the first five minutes, Joel? I could hear Taylor like crying out of pure joy <laughs> when I hit play. Yeah. Um. Wait. I don't know what 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 happens in the first five minutes that you're referring Something to. Something about a song. The right? music. Oh yeah, they play the the fucking the, the Beastie Boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like I told you the show would be perfect for your sensibilities, Joel. Okay, so <laughs> not to immediately fucking crush your soul, but yeah. the first episode I really liked. Okay, and then after that, it's really fucking slow. It takes like, it. It takes shit's time. It's not happening. It takes like, its time. Yeah, I it, like I was trying to binge it, and like five episodes in, I was like, I gotta take a break. Yeah, like, yeah, no, dude, the show is one hundred percent way more effective if you take it in small little chunks. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um. I would say stick with it if you're still like if you don't absolutely hate oh, it, no, stick no, with no, it because I don't hate it at all. It gets like, so good, dude. The first episode hyped me so much that I was like, okay, I'm into this, and then I was like, yeah. okay, actually, I need to take a break. Yeah, totally. Uh, and, and Karen Culkin's like, dude, everybody's perfectly cast, but Karen Culkin in particular is like, so Wallace good. is so good in this. Easier spirit, easier spirit animal, dude. In this in this show, so there are times where I was like, I wish that wasn't me, but it is so fucking me. I can't even even handle it, dude. One thing that is not me that I found really fucked up was he writes a million dollar check for that kid to hit a home run. Yeah, no, he does. He does some fucked up shit in the series. Like, yeah. Um, like that. Yeah. Uh, the acting is really good. I love everybody in it. Um, 
I'm probably going to watch Peacemaker tonight instead, but yeah, I'll yeah. get back on the train. Um, I'm liking it. I understand why people like it, and I don't know why Shiv is so hot because, like, she's not. But like, she's a terrible. She, everybody she in this is. Everybody in this show is like a terrible person, and yet you can't yeah. not love. Like, that it's that good. You know what I mean? Yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. like drawing you into those characters. So. Is the is is the is the young twenties dude named Greg? Is that oh cousin? Yeah, right? cousin Greg, dude. Dude. Great. Yeah. So far as like, I've he's so good. I it's, love him so much. Okay, so the the cousin Greg is like one of the internet's like favorite all time characters at this point. But the interactions between him and Tom as the show goes on are yeah. it, beautiful. It's basically like a ro- like it's a romantic comedy for those two. Like they're totally yeah. in love with one another, and it's brilliant. I um, love he's he's like he's got a bunch of unused doggy bags, right? And he's like putting food into it. <laughs> And he's like, that's disgusting. And he's like, what? They don't come pre-pooped. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is a good Nicholas, joke. Nicholas like. Braun is is like a star. Oh, Nicholas Braun. He's yeah. a star in that show. It's so, it's it just like. Him. He's doing really yeah. good so far. Imagine the most awkward human being, but Nicholas Braun <laughs> is playing them. And that's the character of Cousin Greg. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very good. Uh, I think that's all I've been watching. Um, nice. Still watching The Expanse. It's still mm. good. It's still <laughs> some of the best sci-fi that's been on in a while. Um, nice. Recommend it to everybody still. I watched uh, an old season of The Challenge, you know, Real uh, World Road Rules mm, Challenge. Mm-hmm. I found out Theo Vaughn, the comedian, was on fucking The Challenge before he was like Theo oh, Vaughn, the comedian. Interesting. I, was I, like, know that. I was like, what the fuck? That's Theo Vaughn. Um, and that's pretty much it. I was sure. like, oh shit, that's Theo Vaughn. I'm going to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> Random Theo Vaughn <laughs> plug. Boom. Good job. What yeah. you got for us, Lauren? Nice. Um, so I watched Don't Look Up. Ah, oh, wait. okay. Wait. Yeah. I watched that too. We we <laughs> talked about it last time, Joel. Oh, you okay. and I yeah, had seen yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. yeah wait, wait. So... I talked about that last time. Yeah. Good job. Uh, I didn't really love it. I, I had a feeling. I had, knowing was, you, Lauren, I had a feeling. <laughs> I just think it was one of those things where. I don't know. The it was uh the one event I think was drug out at a heightened level for too long. Yeah. Like I the mean, stakes were so high from the top throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so like I the fact that Jennifer Lawrence's character was like insanely emotional the whole time. Well, she's she's basically like a punching bag in the movie, so Yeah. I just I don't know. I yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought mean, the end credits was really funny, though. Oh, with the... Uh, hey, what's up? We yeah. out here. Yeah, yeah Jonah Hill. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, That's pretty good. live streaming, like, coming out of the Rebel being, Mom? Like, yeah. My mom will come <laughs> back. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, I think... I, You know what? I think my... my It's coming back to me now. My biggest issue was it... It felt like there was, like, a chunk missing um, about uh, Mark Rylance's character. Like, I just felt like there was a big jump of, like... He's there. He's like kind of a tech guy. And then like, oh, just kidding. We're not going to do this thing after all. Um, okay. Yeah. I just felt like there was a story beat missing. Got you. In there somewhere. So Fair. Fair. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. The movie um, The movie is a little, does get a little meandering, like especially towards yeah. the end. And then it finally finds that, you know, that path again. But yeah, I yeah. could totally see that. Yeah. Um, And then I watched, I finished the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. Oh, Okay. Um, cool, 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 c
I, I, I really enjoyed the way it ended. Um, the season started off a little weird, um, because they redid everything basically to kind of address the real life stuff of, of all the issues with the police, um, which I think is great. I'm glad they did it. Um, it just was like kind of a different tone for the show. Yeah. I was going to say it's a little unfortunate because like there was the whole save Brooklyn nine, nine thing. Right. And then as soon as it got renewed, like all this like shit happened, it shit hit the fan in terms of police brutality and all that stuff. So it's just like kind of an unfortunate card that the show was dealt in a lot of ways. Right. But I will say they, they, they address it. They, they deal with it. It becomes, uh, it spurs kind of an overarching storyline through the thing, but the rest of the season gets closer to their true form again. Okay. Um, so if you watch the first episode and you're like, this is weird, keep stick with it because it does kind of fall back into its regular paces, um, with that, you know, springboard of shit hits the fan. So they start a way to try to fix things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that becomes kind of the mission of Amy and Holt throughout the rest of the, the series. Um, but it has a lot of great, um, you know, cameos of everyone from the past eight seasons coming back one last time, all the big players, nice. um, which is really fun. And I don't want to give too much away because yeah. if you are a fan, like the, it really had some, the good, the right amount of fan service. I felt like totally. It's almost like end. a like kind of like a farewell tour, almost. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what it was. Yeah, which is funny because I'm so. looking at your background and you do have a Brooklyn Nine Nine painting yeah, right above your head I, right now, which is a, perfect. The, the Captain Holt portrait behind me. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I got it Love for it. for Dash for Christmas last year. Awesome. I was wondering what the fuck quarantine. that was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the frame's really um, nice, Lauren. <laughs> thank you. Uh, it came separately. Hey. I thought it. I thought it was fitting, especially if yeah. you've seen the show and the episode with the portrait of Holt yeah. being a big deal. Um, and then, actually, speaking of Brooklyn Nine Nine and Rosa Diaz, um, I watched Encanto. Oh uh, yes, uh, I, I Sarah put it on and I watched like three quarters of it, but I liked what I saw. It was pretty yeah. good. I thought, yeah, I really liked it. I think it's uh, definitely one of the better animated films that Disney's put out in the last several years. Mm-hmm. And Lin Manuel's um, music is like so it good. It was really good. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, and you know, I thought everyone they got to to voice in it did a great job. I thought it was really interesting that the it appears that like there's no real villain in the story other than like generational trauma and how mm-hmm. to get through and overcome that. That's a which villain. I thought was really cool. Um, especially in like, I, I know it is apparently a pretty like big thing in Hispanic cultures, uh, in particular. Mm. So I thought it was really ah, well done personally. Yeah. Um, granted I am not from that community, but as an outsider looking in, I thought it was, uh, a very interesting story. And I thought, like you said, the music was, was really good. And it was just beautiful, like coloring wise mm-hmm. as well Yeah, to watch. So, um, definitely recommend it for sure. <laughs> Something I don't recommend is a uh, house of Gucci. Oh man. Ooh. Okay. I really, really want to see this out. movie. So yeah. Um, it's a I me, mean, a Pablo Gucci. Like that's exactly. literally how he sounds in the movie. I cannot wait to watch yes. this thing. Like, so is here's that true? my issue. He really yeah, sounds no. like this. Oh, it's kind of ridiculous. Christ. He really does. 
Um, he's not the only one, but he's the worst one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't, I already don't like him, but like, I will give that he has had some great performances in his career. Yeah. yeah. Or some good performances. He's done, he's done some good uh, stuff. Yeah. This, is, this is not one of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the whole movie itself, I think, it seems to be a big theme for me today of it not knowing what it wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because when it started out, the first, I don't know, 20 minutes of it, I was like, this feels like an A24 film. Okay. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. And then, this can be a little bit of a spoiler, but I just have to show you the shift change that happened. Probably not going to watch it, so that's fine. Oh, come on, dude. It's Ridley Scott, man. You have to watch it. It's, it's a fucking Ridley master Scott, filmmaker, Ridley dude. Scott makes a good movie every, like, seven years. But yeah, it, he still makes, even if them. it's not good, it, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say that. Um, uh, so about uh, I, my timeline might be wrong on this, but it felt yeah. like about 20 minutes in, we get the marriage of Adam Driver and Lady Gaga. And while they're taking their vows in this very Catholic Italian ceremony, Faith by George Michael starts playing. Oh my God, no. Uh-huh. Oh, Ridley, Why? And that was a theme with the music choices not making any sense and being super jarring. Oh, that's uh, terrible. The whole thing, uh, it, like I said, it just it didn't feel like it knew what it wanted to be because you have the the melodrama of Lady Gaga never blinking because yeah. she's so intense and and needs this thing to yeah, be done she's, this she's way. Trying to win her Oscar, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. And then Adam Driver, who's like. I'm Adam Driver, but I've got an Italian accent, and I'm, like, cool but awkward. I'm and, Adam Driver. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have Jared Leto, who's into yeah. me, a Mario. And, like, <laughs> it felt like he's, a, like, being a parody of yeah, an Italian yeah. person. Uh, yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. you know, the other people, like, Pacino, at least, like, he has a, an Italian accent, what yeah. might be considered one of sorts, but mm -hmm. it's not over the top. It's not his stereotypical. Physicality is not stereotypical. Whereas like Jared Leto's was, and especially with him in the full makeup and stuff, it just, it really seemed honestly a bit offensive. Um, oh or like it could be offensive. Uh, and then also Jeremy Irons is in it. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. And I, I, I like him. He's great. It felt like he was like, Fuck this! I'm not gonna even try to learn an <laughs> Italian accent. There's I'm too couple, old for like, this shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple like uh, you know speech patterns that he falls into from time to time, but then other than that, it's just Jeremy Irons, and I'm like, what is happening in this movie? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and it's, Definitely, it's just it didn't, and it's long. It's, it's like two long. and a half hours, probably right. Yeah, yeah. and Oof. it feels it. Um, so, you know, I went in with an open mind because I'd heard good things about it. And both my friend and I, when we walked out, we were like, what on earth did we just watch? <laughs> like, I don't like we were laughing out. We were also probably the youngest people in the theater. Um, and we were the only ones laughing out loud. But I don't know that we were supposed to be laughing out loud. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Two old yeah. Italian men turned around. They're like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> yeah. Listen, this is I live a serious with an drama. Italian girl in London. <laughs> yeah. So like some of the portrayals, at least with my experience living with an, an Italian person from Rome, like fit. 
Yeah. Um, but then some of it was like, this is, no. This yeah, it's way too over the top. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, especially because they're talking English pretty much the whole movie. Yeah. But with that thick accent, but it's set in Italy for most of the movie. So it's like, it's just Oh, so weird. they're Star Wars aliens. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. Personally, I would not recommend it. Um, but uh, Taylor, I'm very interested to see what you have to say. When yeah, you I, I'll let you know when I watch yeah. it. I'm, I'm going to be seeking this out for sure. I'm going to watch again. Yeah. Nah, watch um, The Last Duel, too. I still need to check out. Crazy ooh, that Ridley Scott, Scott put those both I of those movies out within, a like a, movie. Yeah, within like a, a month. That yeah. one that one I'm excited for. Yeah, yeah, I have a feeling Jodie Comer might get nominated, and I haven't even seen the movie. I can already tell you that. She's, so. uh, she's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then I think the last thing on my list is I finally started Ted Lasso. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost done with season two. So I nice. get Like, I'm finally on the lasso train, guys. Yeah. Football is life. Yeah. I get it. Football is life. Roy Kent Football is an is all-time life. great character. Um, yeah. He's it's, there. He's every fucking where. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, I, it's, it's, it's really good. Like, I don't know that I have, except that, like, Nate is being such a freaking jerk yeah he's Other a little douchebag i'm like i don't know that i have any complaints because like he seemed cool at first and then now i hate him so much yeah well i think that's um, the i haven't seen all of season two but i think that's like the whole twist of like season two is like nate's like well, yeah. kind of an asshole actually so yeah yeah um, um yeah. i don't know how many i'm i'm pretty far along i'm not yeah. sure how many episodes i have left but um and yeah i mean also jamie tart is a tart but it's fine yeah um but I definitely am excited to finish it and for season three. I'm sad that season three is going to be the end, but I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll we'll see. It'll be um. You, you know what I mean? It's like they're gonna dump if it does as well as it's been doing. They're gonna dump a boatload of money and, and you pick know it up again and try to get them to do it again. Well, yeah, you know, like yeah. Daniel Craig said he was done for so long and. You know, like, yeah, they brought a dump truck of money to his front door, and he was like, "Sure, yeah, yeah." If it's if it's Apple Plus's most popular show by far, still, they're not gonna just let it end. That's true. So yeah. I also I gotta say I was really skeptical of Sudeikis, uh Yeah, starting oh, this he's, series, he's so he's good. instantly and like he he definitely redeemed himself for me. Yeah, because um, I mean he's fine, but he's just to me he's just so like pulling faces. SNL like same gags over and over again type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But in this, especially in season two, he definitely has shown a range that I didn't think was there, which is really exciting to see. And also, I love how they're tackling the topic of mental health on the show, especially. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Totally. So, and it's actually really making me sad I didn't get into it, and that football wasn't a huge thing while I was in London because of COVID. So mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, have you gotten to the episode yet where the um? The African guy tries to come and like buy Sam. Yes, I'm on the episode right after that. I just love how yeah. he's he's so nice to him the entire time. And the second yeah. he's like, no, he's like, you Nigerian fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow, you're actually very racist against Nigerians, but you've just been pretending Clearly. to be nice the whole time. Oh, like, yeah. man. I fuck that's I love that. It's so good. He's he's hilarious in that fucking show. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh See, the reason I think that they might try to buy more seasons out of them is, like, I think the natural progression of that show is for, like, them to win the Premier League. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to win the Premier League. In season three. In season three. Like, Got I just it. don't see it happening. So, like. I will say, what the hell was that Coach Beard episode? 
Oh, that's just a typical night out in London. What are you talking that about? That was the only thing that I was like, <laughs> this does not make sense with the whole rest of the series. Like, yeah. it makes sense for Beard. I get it. But, like, the whole episode being that was like, where did this come from? What did yeah. I just watch? Yeah. I almost it was definitely a Joel. <laughs> bottle episode out of nowhere. But it was yeah. like, that's definitely something I would do in the oh, random sure. night out in London. Sure, yeah. I'm surprised uh, you don't have those pants. I so. might look into getting some uh no because i already do my ted lasso cosplay i don't also need to cosplay yeah coach beard uh, apparently um, beard is a friend of a lot of my good friends nice yeah i was like i said i was at the lafc game when they were all there yeah and i was in my ted lasso costume and we didn't hang out and it's gonna eat Shame. at me for the rest of my life yeah Sorry. as always next year joel I also got to say, sorry, I'm just going to keep going on Ted Lasso because I'm. Yeah, no, right we can um, we just turn this into the, the Lasso, the Lasso cast. cast. <laughs> uh, hey. Do you know Temple? I am. Oh, so good. She's such a crush on her. I, yeah. Of course you do. She's always been good, uh, though. That's the thing is like all these people are yeah, like I just jumping. I've seen her in a ton of things, you know? She so. hasn't done a ton of stuff, but like she's yeah. always been good and she's always been an interesting actress. So, like, in my yeah. opinion, it's just like great. Like, Give her a main role. We're yeah. off to the races, you know? Yeah. And Hannah Waddingham, too. Both yes. Like, Both yes. women in the show are so good. Yeah. Um, and I love that, like, they they have her sing from time to time, too. Yeah. So okay, hang on it's a second. Let's talk about how uh, Rupert Giles. Oh, okay. Yes. No, that is very jarring for me. And his name is Rupert. <laughs> Rupert, and he's such a jerk. I hate him so yeah. much, but I love Anthony Swordhead. Anthony yeah. Swordhead is amazing. <laughs> yeah. But it's we also seeing him with facial hair is very jarring. It is. So. Um, when I'm in the UK, I do my uh, yearly becoming part one and two Buffy rewatch. So I just recent, <laughs> so I just recently did that. Yeah. And there's the scene in that where he's getting tortured by Drusilla and Spike, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I'm just remembering, I'm now remembering like him. And I'm remembering like Rupert from fucking Ted Lasso. And I'm like, yeah, you deserve that. You yeah. Piece of shit. <laughs> but then I'm like, no, it's Giles. He doesn't. <laughs> uh, no, that's funny. And we can't forget how Danny from fucking Ted Lasso is the bartender in the post credit scene yeah, of No Way Home. I get it. Like, I get it now. Because yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. had yep. mentioned that before I watched yeah. the show. Yeah. So. It's good stuff. So, anyway, Ted Lasso, keep watching it. I'm going to love I know, that show I need with to, all my heart. I need to finish season two as well. Football yeah. is life. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, well, I think that's it, right? Yeah. yeah, that was the last thing on my awesome. list for now. Yeah. Good. We got a nice, healthy, like, two-hour podcast on our hands. Should be good. <laughs> Not sure, bad. I'm sure, our listeners will good, love it. Honestly, we've done. Look, we've done longer. Oh, so. we've done way longer. Yeah. So. That's true. We've done way longer on one topic, and this was long on a bunch of topics. So. <laughs> yeah, we did cover. We did cover a lot. So yeah. I could do. I could do this long on pretty much any topic, really. Yeah, I know. Especially Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, let me talk to you about how much I hate Zack Snyder. Chapter one. When it's I like, was born. No. <laughs> no, it's like the cap cameo. So you're a Zack Snyder fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, pull a chair up. Let's have this conversation. Oh, my God. So you're in detention because you like Zack Snyder. <laughs> and you punch someone. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. We're going to... Yeah. Uh, Taylor, where can everybody find you on the internet? <laughs> We're going to wrap it up, B. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Taylor Salen. You can also find me writing stuff for mandatory.com hey, as well. Write about yeah. fart jars. Yep. 
doing doing God's work, man. Doing important <laughs> important journalistic integrity here, you know. Lauren, what about you? I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram and Twitter, and also we're once again at the Pop Pop Podcast on the Instagrams. Make sure to are. check it out, people. Yeah. I'm the LA nerd Joel Reeves every single where on the internet. You could probably even find me on LinkedIn if you really wanted to. I don't use it. Uh, tomorrow I'll be on the set of uh, Moon Knight promos. So check me out there. Uh, if you're, if you're also, <laughs> oh my God, Joel. if you're also on the set and listening to this, you're from fucking the future, shameless. You'll get blacklisted from the industry. Ah, yeah. whatever. I've definitely done worse shit. Um, <laughs> And uh, good thing, the, good thing you're putting that on the record, Joel. I'm just, yeah, that's <laughs> Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hawk plays Dracula. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Geez. Even if you do not care about me, let's start this uh, hashtag Joel's quote for the back of the No Way Home Blu ray. It's like it's, it's, a, it's your release the Snyder Cut, dude. It's your release yeah. the Snyder Cut. I know the hashtag's a little long, but let's just go with it. And uh, if you happen to work for Sony, you probably aren't listening to this podcast, but uh, let's put me on the back of it. You never know. Again, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is the best Spider-Man movie in the multiverse. Let's just, let's get that going. And uh, if it doesn't happen, I'll just buy my own copy and write it on the back. Uh, And thank you for listening to this episode of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. And that is all. I will see you later, nerds. Peace.